You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. When you became a business owner, I bet there were some things you wish you knew before you got started. There were some things you wish somebody would have told you while doing this thing, and it could have made your life a whole lot easier. So I'm going to cover a couple of things here that most business owners need to know in order for it to find better momentum in your business. You know, a lot of times when we start our business, we are excited. We want to do this thing um, or create this service, product, package, or something that is given out to the outside world. And we're excited about that. A lot of us are excited about the possibility of making more money, of making an impact, or just living in your truth or in your, in your vibe, if you will. But we don't really get excited about the business part of it, right? It's kind of like uh, attorneys, for example, who are, they go to school, they go to law school to become an attorney, not necessarily a business owner, not necessarily an accountant or a bookkeeper or whatever else, but they go to school to learn law and how to apply what they've learned, not necessarily to run a business. Um, You know, people who enjoy running numbers or playing with numbers, maybe they enjoy being an accountant, being a bookkeeper, but maybe didn't really think about how running a business as an accountant or as a, as a bookkeeper would affect them. So I'm going to cover about three things here today that you'll need to really take in and understand that as a business owner, these are your roles. As a CEO, this is what is your responsibility versus everybody else's responsibility. And first up is your vision. Your vision is your responsibility. No one else is responsible for bringing your vision to the surface. You can't delegate that work out. You can't delegate your vision out to somebody else. And no one is going to work as hard as you do for your own business. You have the, or you get the opportunity to bring to light this thing that has formed in your mind. And you get to bring it to the surface and bring it to other people and make an impact and impact your community and all those other things. But no one is going to work as hard as you do on your business. You can't give this out to an assistant and say, hey, this is a vision that I have and I need you to create it. That works when you're delegating certain types of work out, but that vision is not theirs, is not their responsibility to craft or create. When it comes to delegating out that tasks and different types of work to your people, that's entirely different. But your vision, your overall bird's eye view of what this vision contains is yours. For example, maybe you are a, you're a nonprofit organization wanting to help homelessness in the community. And you had this idea that as the founder, this is what you want to do. This is how you want to impact the community. That vision that you hold is not going to be the same as somebody else's. And so 
they're not going to know or understand truly where you're coming from if uh, it wasn't given to them. So you have to hustle. Um, and maybe we don't like the term hustle, but you still have to put in the work and the effort to make sure that your vision comes to the surface. You can't give it away and it's still and it's still expected to be successful. So you can't give it to your assistant. You can't give it to your VA. You can't give it to anybody else. And you can't say, you know, I want to make sure that my vision of helping the homelessness in our community comes to, to pass. And I want to make sure that my assistant or somebody else will do the work for me, right? It's going to be your job to connect with the people in the community, other organizations to share your vision. You go to the, maybe the government agency, maybe another nonprofit organization, maybe you partner with somebody else, a joint venture partner, where you talk about, this is what I hope to accomplish in, in my community. Will you join me? You have to be proactive. You have to get up and say, this is what I want. This is how I'm going to do it. And this is what I'm going to do until I get what I need for my vision to come to pass. No one else is going to help you with that. This is, this is an all you thing, right? So again, your vision, your responsibility. And if you are a follower of Les Brown, and if I've ever heard him say his speech about vision, find it, find it, find it, because it is such a powerful reminder that you have to get those ideas and that vision out of your out of your body, out of your mind, and it is up to you to actually follow what was given to you. So your vision, your responsibility, and no one is going to do the work. No one's going to work as hard as you. You can't expect your people to, you know, work all hours of the night for your vision. This is your vision, your baby, your responsibility, right? So you have to feed it and nurture it and water it and make sure that you're giving all the resources your vision needs in order to grow. Next, let's talk about marketing. Fun fact, marketing is not about you. Marketing is about what your potential clients need to see, hear, or know before they can buy from you. So a lot of times, I, I put this here because a lot of times we are in our head about what we should be like or say or appear like online and we get so inundated with how we look how we sound what we do what we say and we're afraid to make mistakes we're afraid of people actually judging us or saying that we look or sound or are a certain way and we're afraid that we're going to be criticized for any number of things and yet being online especially from a business standpoint is about visibility, awareness, letting your potential clients know what they need to see or giving them what they need to see, hear, or know in order for them to start a conversation with you to buy something from you. You're talking about their pain points, their problems, their challenges, their whatever, in order to get them to understand that this could be a problem, that this, this, this is a problem, this could be a problem or a bigger problem, that this is how you could address it, and this is how I can help you. And I want to be the one to help you do this. But marketing isn't about you. The service, the products, and, and things that you deliver is about your customers. It's not about you. Your marketing is about attracting the right types of clients that you want to work with to you. You're looking for a, a certain type of customer or a certain type of service or product that you're selling to a particular group of people. And you get to decide 
how that shows up in the world, but you also have to build a relationship with them. In order to do that, this isn't about you. It's about getting to know your customers. So marketing is not about you. It's about them. It's about giving them what they need to know in order to to get something from them. And, you know, that sounds a little harsh, right? It sounds a little selfish, but I want you to think about, you know, having a hobby versus a business, right? The only difference is you're making money from one, usually, right? And that's the differentiating factor between the two. But your marketing is about other people. It's not about you. So when we are afraid to make a video or we are afraid to be seen or we are afraid to put something out there, I want you to ask yourself, are you thinking about yourself or are you thinking about your customer? Because your customer, potential customer, will need to know why this is important. They'll need to know this is how you handle this particular challenge. They're going to want to know, you know, where are my options for solving this particular problem and why this should be you? It's about them. It's not about you. Next, if you want to grow your business, you can't do this alone. So you're going to need people and systems in order to grow and scale. And this this is a little hard for some people to hear only because we think we have to be everything in our business. We're wearing all the hats, doing all the things. And we don't like or we we have issues with delegating workouts to other people. And I hear you laughing because it's probably you <laughs> when you're hearing that, right? I have trouble, you know, delegating workout because you think the work isn't going to get done the way that you that you do it or the way that you hope that it would get done, right? If you want to grow and scale, you're going to have to let that part go. They're not going to be able, if you have people in your team or in your business eventually that you're going to have, you're going to have to learn how to let people show up for you and be okay with the product that they are creating or designing um, and giving it over to you unless you want to do it yourself. But the whole point of growing and scaling is that you you have a maximum level in which you are able to get to. It doesn't matter how hard you work. It doesn't matter what you're doing for the most part. If you're doing this by yourself, you have a level. You have a maximum level that only you can reach. And when you reach that maximum level in your business, you and, and if you want to grow, you're going to have to get people. So you got to leverage other people. You have to hire other people. You have to create systems for everything that you do in your business. You can't get there by yourself. So maybe as a solo, you are getting, um, maybe you get $10,000 months. Maybe you get ten, fifteen, or five thousand dollar months, and you want to go beyond that, and you feel like you've reached a cap because you can't do any more. You you're worried about the marketing online. You're trying to figure out how to lead gen a little bit more. You're trying to, you know, make sure your your products and services are up to where they need to be. At some point, all of that is going to come to a peak, and you're going to have to have to make a decision. Am I going to continue doing this the same way and getting the same results? Am I going to keep hitting the same peak every month? Or am I going to get help with that? Asking for help and delegating work is not a, a weakness. It is not a, a you know, it, it, it's not a, it's challenging, yes. But if you want to grow, hire people. And I'll talk a little bit later about, you know, your your first hire 
that's a little later throughout the month, but talking about how you can leverage other people, use their knowledge and their skills to help you grow. Have them help you create your systems. Have them help you um, take that outline that you have in your head or you've written down on paper and figure out what they can do to help put this into, in, into place. But you can't do this alone. And you're not meant to do this alone. So at certain at a certain point when you're financially, when you've hit a wall and you can't grow anymore or you're having trouble growing, think about what your systems and your and your, your people. If you don't have any people right now and you're trying to grow, maybe that's what you get. Maybe you hire somebody. If you're in a position now where you think that I, I have all this work and I could probably do some more, but you really want to focus on something else. Or maybe you don't have, you know, financially, you just don't have the funds right now. Then there's only a certain point you can go before you are going to or you can hire somebody else. And I guarantee you, looking at your financial statements or financial part of your business and looking at, you know, how your business is running, you have a small budget or a budget of some sort to hire a contractor to help you with your business. It's not always about I can't do this or I don't have the funds to. A lot of times you'd be surprised what you can get off your plate just by um, having a very, you know, you can have a small budget, having a budget of for somebody else to help you do something. And then it'll give you the opportunity to work on the other higher end priorities like lead generation and client work, things like that. So you can't go far by yourself. You will need other people to help you do that. And then you're going to need systems to help you figure out how to optimize and be as efficient and effective as possible. Your systems allow you to grow and scale. So when people come in, when you add more people, we add more services, add more clients, it's not crazy, too much crazy. Um, maybe some chaos if it's if your systems aren't working the way that they should. But for the most part, your systems are going to allow you to do everything else that you need to do and leverage your people. Okay, so today I talked about how your vision is your responsibility. You can't delegate that out. You can't give it out. You can't just pretend that somebody else can do this for you. You have to put in the work in order to make your vision come true. And the hard truth about that is no one else is going to do that for you. So the vision that you have, that you wake up with, with every morning, that you have to remind yourself, about every morning or every day is yours alone to bring to pass. Next, I talked about marketing. Marketing is not about you. A lot of times that we think that marketing is about us. It's about how we look, how we sound, how we, we what we say, how we look. It is not. It is about your customers. It's about serving them so powerfully and making them aware that they have an issue, a challenge, a problem that needs to be solved and that you can be the person that helps them solve it. Okay. And then I talked about people and systems. If you want to grow, you can't do this by yourself. As much as we want to try and do all the work and do all the things, we can't do this by ourselves. At some point we're going to, you're going to reach a point, reach a peak that you can't go any further. And you're just going to keep hitting that ceiling every month or every week. And you're going to get continuously frustrated and maybe angry and feel like you want to break down or give up. But the hard part is, you know, trusting other people to 
work with you in that way. Delegating workout, giving your work, your non, your most non-important things out to somebody else to do. And it's a roller coaster sometimes. Sometimes you get people that don't quite work out, but that doesn't mean you give up looking for somebody else. And sometimes the systems aren't the way they need to be, but that's where you learn how to optimize and build systems that will effectively and efficiently, you know, serve your clients or, and, and make your business run as smoothly as possible. Okay. So with all of that, out of everything that I've said today, what did you hear that you're going to implement and do differently? What did you hear that made you think a little differently about your, your challenges? Are you going to show up to your videos differently? Are you actually going to put your videos out there if that's what you're going to do? Are you going to hire somebody to help you get some of the stuff off your plate? Are you going to realize that you're going to stop working your employees to death because this vision that you have is not theirs, not their responsibility, it's yours. So again, pick something that you would like to change and implement in your business and in your life right now and go do that. And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor Podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional, and impactful business outside of the hustle culture society we live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.